I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome to another Wednesday night edition of The Curtain Call with your host Shannon White and filling in today for Jeffrey Benedict is myself, Tate, and the homie Big G. What's cracking? Big G, what's up, man? What's cracking, Tate? What's up, Shannon? We back in the building with the Triple O-D, Joe G, Triple Triple to break it down this evening, man. So let's do what we do on The Curtain Call, man. Shannon, what's good, man? I'm just excited to do another podcast. Last time we were together, the dynamic – well, it can't be dynamic duo. It's a terrific trio. And <laughs> uh, and it and we had an awesome time, and, and it was well-received. So I was uh, excited about this one. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm, ahead, thanks, for the opportun- thanks for the opportunity, Shannon, for sure, man. I know me and Tate, we feel it. That's why we call you the triple-triple. You, Dave, Jeff. Y'all the triple, triple, triple OD, triple, triples, man. So, so y'all been rocking it for a while. Hey, everybody, everybody knows I'm an on, honorary homie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Honorary. Bad, bad, bad keep asking me about that, man. We got to bring bad on the homies, man. Yeah, it's time. It's time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Homie too. Saying something. But uh, so, you know, we're going to talk about today. You know, it's that time of year, guys, where it's not a whole lot of Football going on, we 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 reaching and digging and searching for stuff, you know. Mm. So we came up with the idea today. We're gonna talk about things, uh, thoughts and questions heading to Latrobe. So today is the the fifth. Mm. So three weeks from tomorrow, training camp officially opens up. Yes, sir. So we got three weeks of, of probably shows like this list and talking about who we like to see them pick up and 
all that kind of stuff like that. So let's get into the Steeler business, man. And the first thing we got is we're still waiting on the Alex Highsmith shoe to drop. Still waiting on that contract to get done. Um, what are we thinking? Do we think it gets done before training camp, in training camp? I read, a, I read an article today on Blitz Report that Alex Highsmith is a potential trade chip. Mm. But for hoots, wow. Go ahead, go ahead, Shannon. Wow. Well, I, I was just thinking it'd be for draft compensation. Yeah. I mean, they probably. I don't see that. Well, uh, I think that the article I read. Oh, I know. I, I think that it's pretty much a done deal. I think that there's just no pressure there, and they're still got some of the finer details to iron out. But I think it's a done deal. I think they'll get it done. Uh, you know, before training camp, maybe that last week or the first week of training camp. I mean, here's a guy that showed up at you know voluntary mini camp. Uh, I mean, OTAs, then he was at minicamp. Uh, he's not a guy that's concerned about that contract. He just wants to get better. Mm. I, I like it, Shannon. I, you, you know, the three seasons, 14.5 million. I mean, 14 point, 14 and a half sacks. We could get him. He doesn't necessarily need to get the bag, but he definitely is a player that we need to sign before we go into training camp. Because yeah. I think the big thing this year is going to be continuity for the Steelers. Mm -hmm. We have the more that we play together and the, and the sample size gets bigger and bigger, the more the Steelers nation is going to ride with them because I really don't think this is one of the, or one of our better defenses in a long time yeah. based on what we acquired in the off season with player personnel and Highsmith is a key factor mm -hmm. to that team coming together. So I, I don't, I don't know about him getting traded, if we did, I I would have to see what's what, but I think definitely we got to get him under contract as soon as possible, yep. because once we bring him in, then there's the continuity of what goes on with the Steelers on defense for sure, and a yep. scheme and a scheme. Because la last night I was in the garage talking. You know, we do the Fourth of July cookout over here. I'm talking to my son-in-laws. You know, one's a diehard Dallas Cowboy fan. My other son-in-law, he works for the Buckeyes. You know, and so he's he's a Chicago Bears fan. And I was telling them how defensively they were like, you guys are going to get mopped first week against San Francisco. I said, yeah, right. Watch the defense that we come out there and we're going to confuse the heck out of the 49ers. Just watch. And it was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And I said, I'm telling you, there's too many chess pieces. You can play that old school. I ain't saying we got Troy Palomalu and, and Clark running around, but you can play. You got chess pieces running everywhere and you don't know where it's coming from. And that's the first time I've been able to say that about this defense in a long time, that there's chess pieces. You don't know who's coming where and how, what they're going to do. So that's just my take on getting Highsmith in. Let's get him in and let's get the continuity going. No, definitely. So, so we, we, we agree that we think the deal or deal will get done before kickoff opening day. Yeah, for okay. sure. Think yes, about sir. it. When you look at this year's draft, Highsmith is, if it was a do-over and everybody knew what he was going to become now, he would have been before the third round. Yeah. And so I was looking the other day, last se this past draft, who would you rather have of the edge guys would you rather have than Highsmith? And who would be a better fit? Mm. Because, see, that's Highsmith, you know, he wasn't good at setting that edge as a rookie. 
And then he went and he worked on his power. And then the next offseason, he worked on his explosiveness. Mm. And now he's got both. Something that he didn't have. You know, he knew his weaknesses after his rookie year. And he just took care of them weaknesses by focused training. And I yeah. guarantee you that his, if he was retested, he's going to test way better than he did. Because, you know, you understand he was a walk-on in Charlotte. Yeah. So, you know, that's how far this young man's come. And he is very focused uh, on his craft. And he just keeps getting better and better. Uh, I, I don't see any way they would trade him, especially for draft capital. Yeah. Yeah, I see. I, I, I agree, Shannon, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I don't disagree. I, I'm just, and I like Highsmith, but he, um, I think he got like 11 of his sacks when TJ was on the field last year of his 14 and a half sacks. True. So, I mean, even though he had a great season, he still has a little bit to, to prove. Yeah. Agree. But it would Agree. be a good business deal right now to try to get him 14, 15 million a year. Uh, oh, yeah. Because think- he, he's easily going to command 18 if he has another season. 18 to 20, if he has another season, anything like last year. Oh, yeah, they they, they wouldn't be able to keep him if he does that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think he gets somewhere between 16 and 18 this year. Yeah. I think I think that is the deal. Maybe maybe something like three years, 54 million or something like that. Yeah. I can see something like that happening. Agree. Um, next up, guys, got a question for you guys. Big G, you brought up the defense and the pieces and all the chess pieces and stuff like that. Yeah. With the additions of Patrick Peterson, Joey Porter Jr., Keanu Neal, Corey Trice, to go with Mika Fitzpatrick, Levi Wallace, and DeMonte Casey, does that put the Steelers as one of the top secondary units in the league? Absolutely. I I mean, there's no doubt about it. Absolutely, the Pittsburgh Steelers probably have in my mind, I, they're top five. Where they are in top five, I'm not quite sure. Because, you know, there's teams that's loaded up at them nickels. You know, you start talking about, you, you know, what's going on down in Miami and, you know, what's probably going on in a couple other teams. The defensive backfields look real good. But in our division, oh, we're right there at the top. Uh, and You know, because it always starts in the AFC North. So comparatively in the division. Cleveland's got a good secondary, but I think ours can go pound for pound, point for point with them. The Bengals' secondary is trash. The Baltimore Ravens, they always traditionally have that because that's what they pick. You know, they've always had that corner because they mimic us. So if I had to go Mm -hmm. one-two in our division, it would probably be Steelers, Ravens, Ravens, Steelers, right? But still, we're top five, you know, in my opinion. That's just me. Think about what, like I said, think about what we have. And 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 we got us definitely steal and Corey Trice. Corey Trice, yeah. I'm telling y'all, all the people that's out there talking about the Steelers, Corey Trice is the guy. He's going to play a lot, you know, and he's going to give us the ability to play. You might see some single high safety out of the Steelers this year, which we haven't seen in years, right? So if you go, if you see a single high, with Minka back, that's because they got Trison and they brought him in a nickel, or they brought, or they're going to take Neil and flex Neil out if they got a tight end, you know. So with Patrick Peter Peterson and and uh and Joe, JPP walking down, man, single high, 
you can play an exotic defense which puts you know it's 1001 1002 the ball better be out there or somebody's getting cracked i think i think i think in the uh with 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 moving people around i think when you when they play in single high i think you probably see more kz playing at the top of the defense and then they, then they will be able to move Minka around put him put him there in that nickel let him flex out to the middle yeah you know being being close to the line of scrimmage you, you don't i mean it's, it's more complicated for a quarterback to not know what Minka Fitzpatrick's going to be doing, where he's going to be. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed, Tate, man, for sure, for sure. But yeah. What do you think, Shannon? Yeah, I agree. Kazee is just a very rangy. He's an excellent deep safety. So I, I want to see him uh, back, uh, you know, giving protection, especially when the young guys kind of give them that, you know, comfort zone, knowing they got protection over the top. Um. I was listening to, I can't remember which show it was, and the guy's on there, and he's saying that Patrick Peterson's washed up. Said he was old, and and, and his best football was behind him, and and uh, he said that was not a good signing. The store should have signed who, Sutton. Who said and that, Shannon? Who said that? I don't remember the guy's name now. I don't. If I, I wish he, I knew. He's tired. Whoever he is, he's tired for our game. Yeah, I, I didn't even uh, respect yeah. his opinion enough to remember him. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure some of our viewers seen it too. But um, here's the thing. Peterson is not going to be used traditionally like he has been in the past. Yeah. The Steelers are going to move him around uh, depending on matchups, weekly matchups. Uh, what he's bringing is a mentorship to Joey Porter Jr. and to Trice. Uh, his value, he'll see snaps at safety. Uh, he'll be down in, in the box some. Yeah. They're going to just use his experience. And he's like another coach out there on the field. And I'm sorry, I totally disagree with that guy. I think his athleticism last year, based on that, and I have no reason to believe it's diminished that much, uh, He's he was still a better athlete than Sutton. So, yeah, uh, yeah I think that the the they have a chance – to be one of the top secondaries this year. Now we got to see how they play together. Yeah. And we got to see how Porter develops and tries. And, but I, I just believe they have the opportunity to play so many different coverage schemes exactly. and styles that they didn't in the past. Yeah. So I think that is a great combination to have in this division right now. Yeah. Agree. Say great, great, great point, man. Great point to bring up for sure. No, I mean, I definitely. I'd, I'd like you, like you guys. I definitely like the pieces. I mean, when you talk about, I think the three safeties last year, obviously mm-hmm. Edmund, mm-hmm. Minka, and KZ, they're gonna run that right back when they want to with Minka, KZ, and Neil. So yeah. I kind of, I, I, I really like that. And then I think you'll see Patrick Peterson dropping back. He could potentially play, not a lot, just to mix things up, though. Yeah, yeah. He, he could go back to safety. I mean, you put, you put, you put, you can put, I don't know. Can Levi Wallace play the slot? Yeah, he could. I not mean, to, to mix it up. Not, not to say he's going to be your nickel guy. Yeah, he could. I'm, 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 I'm just thinking you get those guys on the field, you put Trice out there mm-hmm. and Porter out there, let them just ragdoll receivers on, on the outside. And you got Mink in the middle. You, so you're getting, you're getting Porter and Trice ragdolling receivers. You got Mink in, Floating all around the middle, so that quarterback can hold on to the ball. Exactly. Yeah. Mass confusion. That's allow Highsmith and TJ to get home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But you know, Tate, that's <clears throat> that's what we're known for. You know, it's Blitzburg defense in Pittsburgh, man. And how you get Blitzburg going? There it is. You don't you don't know where it's coming from. You don't know. You don't know. I mean, Troy Palomalo was such a threat with with Blitzburg, and teams were so scared they forgot. Oh God. Who's sitting on the outside oh, on both oh, sides? You know, hold on, Big G. I saw that. I saw that West today on Colin Coward. Uh, Jason, Jason, what's his name? McIntyre yeah. is filling in for Colin. Colin's on vacation. I can't stand Jay Mac, man. He Jason has McIntyre. There you go. Tire fire, state. bro. And the thing is, man, all the young cats at the barbershop I go to, I think they like him because I think he's probably their age. Maybe, maybe he's a little older, but. Like, oh man, Jay Mac is dope. Man, like Jay Mac is <laughs> trash. Yeah, tire But fire. today he did say he picks the Steelers go to the AFC championship. And I think that's a bad take. You can't say that. <laughs> no, he, he's all over the place. We Patrick Peterson's watched when we're going to the AFC championship game. Stop it. Just stop, yeah. man. Come on, man. Yeah, that's what he said, though. But uh I do I, I do like all those pieces. And I like I said, you got you can have Porter, and when Trice Trice is gonna get playing time this year, yeah, it might oh, not yeah. be yeah. it might not be till after the bye, yeah. But he's gonna get playing time, and they're gonna get in there and play physical at the line against those receivers, and you have Mika and KZ up around the line of scrimmage, de facto linebackers, yeah. Well, actually, Neil can play a linebacker, yeah. Uh, um, he has, yeah, he has <laughs> yeah. in Dallas, and uh, you got KZ back single high, so. They can do so much stuff with this defense. Exotic. You, 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 you rotating in TJ and Highsmith mm-hmm. and uh, Golden, Marcus Golden and, yep. and Herbig. Yep. You know what I mean? To so keep guys fresh. They, they got these D linemen. I, I really like that defense, man. Yeah. Big G? Yeah. Best best defense since, I mean, in a long time. I Big mean, G? I'm, what's, what's up, bro? That's my fantasy defense. Don't you touch it. Oh, hey. too late. You guys, I don't know if you remember, but Blitzburg, one of the things about Blitzburg is they would have – I remember Casey Hampton dropping back in the zone. Got a pick. I remember yeah, one time he yeah. got a pick, Shannon. Yeah. They never knew what was coming. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You you create a situation where that quarterback is uncomfortable, and they have the creativity, the versatility, and the depth to do that this year. Yeah, right. yeah for sure, for sure. I certainly agree. And one sign, Big G, you need to make. Yeah. And where you can hold up and say, hit that like button or, or you know, the love button or whatever. You need <laughs> to make a sign like that because we got one like up there, man. We need more than that. Oh, yeah. Everybody, hey, listen, man. I, but I do got a sign. I do got a sign for the live chat. And I, you know, I've been telling them. Yeah. I see all, I see the comments just rolling over yeah. here. So it, yeah. it's lit up over there in the live chat. Yeah. But yeah. it's going to be lit up even better if y'all hit that like and subscribe, man. Yeah. So yeah. hit that yeah. like and forever, man, and get it jumping off with the lit in the live chat with the likes, man. Afton, Afton, for usual, liked it. Uh, Claude yeah. says Miles Jack is likely to sign with the Browns. I saw something about that earlier. Washed. Is I ain't worried about him at all. No. Yeah. Okay. But uh, so moving along, well, let's 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 let's, let's get to a let's get to a stopping point. You watch on YouTube. Stay with us. We're gonna take a just a quick pause to uh pay some bills real quick. And we'll be right back. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly. 
From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. And we're back on the Curtain Call podcast. I'm here with the triple, triple OG. Is that what it is, Big G? The triple, triple, triple OG, OG, Shannon White, man. Okay. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and the and the, and my little fellow, Big G. What's, what's crack a lack and tape, man? What's up, man? I probably get you to say something because I called you my little fellow. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I accept it now. I accept it. You, you are officially, officially three weeks older than me. We are born the same month. Right up, you know, right, basically in the same little, little little area, but you're three weeks older than me, so you 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 are. I am the little fella, and I'll I take. Talk, I'll talk about that with Shannon today, man. But yeah. but he, he, even that, man, I give it to you. We see now 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 now, now you want to be young, you want to yeah. be younger than me. Yeah. That's what you're getting at. Yeah 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 for sure. I'm older than both of you. Yeah yeah got us yeah got us a little by just just a tad. Yeah, but still a triple OG triple, triple triple. Yeah for right. sure. <laughs> okay, but um, I want I want to take that break where we took it because we're transitioning from defense to transitioning to offense now. Yeah, I can. Um, I wanted to talk about the skill position players, mm. and just got a couple questions regarding expectations and what's what's possible. So the first one is about the running back room. Mm. And I want to know what you guys think about this. Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, they're they're our two backs, right? They're the one-two. Yep. One-two punch. Yeah. We're thinking Jalen Warren probably gonna get more carries than he did last year. Absolutely. And Najee probably will, will have less just so he can be more fresh towards as we get towards the end of the season. Correct. Um, do you guys think it's possible for both Steeler backs to go over a thousand yards? Oh, Shannon, you want to answer that first, man? Because I, I got some thoughts on this. Last year, did the Cowboys running backs go over a thousand? Nope. 
I'm trying to think if anybody did. Nope. Um, nope. That's that's tough. Yeah. I mean, it's a 17-game season, but hopefully the Steelers are going to be more effective throwing the ball this year, too. Yeah. So I expect a more of a, a 60-40 split, maybe. Uh, you know, if Warren's balling out 50-50, hey, keep them fresh, keep them healthy. But, man, that's asking a lot. Because uh, I, I can see Harris – uh, having a, a big step forward this year mm. with that line, yeah, and Warren, you know, getting about every third series, and you know, uh, both of them can play on third downs, and they're both effective receivers. Oh. So I can see Warren getting 800 receiving yards and 500, I mean, 800 rushing yards and 500 receiving yards because I think he's going to be the you know, such a dual threat. But try both of them getting a thousand, I don't see it. So Tate, I got a question. Can Zeke, I... Zeke, Zeke had eight seventy six last year. Pollard did go over a thousand. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I got a question. I got a question. Can we go two thousand yards total between the two? Is that fair, or do they need a bill apiece? Can I go two thousand for the two? For both of them, eight hundred for one, twelve hundred well, for the I other think, one. I think collectively the Steelers will have two thousand yards rushing. I'm yeah. asking, can the running backs each have a thousand yard season? So the answer is probably no because Kenny Pickett is going to play where he's going to. But this is the thing. This is the thing about the Steelers. We're not going to expose Pickett if we don't have to. So yeah. if we get up 10-0, 17-3, they're going to run it down your throat. They're going to make you stop the run. And then that's when you bring in Warren – Najee, Warren, Najee, you're trading them off to keep them fresh, right? So Pickett might blow up and have a real good season, and there's going to be a, at least three games that he's going to have to win for us. But can they get close? I think this is your best shot in a long time. They were saying Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb could do it. I think, I think this is your best shot in a long time to have two guys, excluding a quarterback, Go for a thousand yards apiece. This hey, might be did a you, shot. Did you see West West predictions? What do you think about that? Harris twelve hundred seven, Warren five fifty. That's a little low. I think Harris is probably about closer to thirteen hundred with maybe nine touchdowns. Warren's probably close to seven hundred with maybe six touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think I like that, that, like you said, combined, I think they'll clear two thousand substantially because you're going to throw Pickett in there. Yeah. Right. And Pickett behind a better line. And they're going to, you know, he'll have better protection on them rollouts. And he's very efficient with the ball. Mm. If he's, if it's not there, he's going to be able to pick up five, six and get out of bounds. Yeah. And uh, so I expect him to have 300 yards himself rushing. Oh, mm, I like it. Shannon, like did it. you, did, 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 did you read the notes I sent earlier, man? I gave, uh, yeah, I, the, about the show. I, yeah. I gave Pickett's projections, man. And you hit that rushing amount on the nail. Was it <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got yeah. three fifteen. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking around three hundred. He could, I think, maybe a little more. Mm. Okay, mm. so we think collectively, we definitely get two thousand yards rushing. Yeah, but we got Najee getting over the thousand, and Jalen Warren maybe falling a couple hundred yards short. Yeah, yeah. Okay, makes sense in a in a 60 40 committee if that's what it is yeah um okay so the next skill position 
The wide receivers, same Ooh. question. Can Deontay Johnson and George Pickett both go over a thousand yards? All right, so listen, man. They can, but they won't. <laughs> they can. There's no doubt about it. They can, but they won't. And it's not a bad reason why they won't. The reason is you got Allen Robertson, Austin the third, Darnell Washington, and Fryer move. That's the reason why they won't go over. They both won't go over a thousand. Will we have at least one thousand yard receiver? Yeah. But when you have all those weapons, you got to spread the ball around to make everybody happy. Yep. And then that way, Pickett doesn't become, you know, predictable. Yep. And, and and so if we're saying we can run the ball consistently, man, I'm just saying, when you get inside that 20 yard line and you get from that 25 in, man, they can go 12 personnel. They could get funky with it and go, they could listen. Imagine this Allen Robertson on one side, Fryer moving the slot, uh, Darnell Washington on the other side on the slot, Allen Robertson on the outside. And putting Cam uh, 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 Cam Hayward's brother in the backfield next to Pickett. What you gonna do? <laughs> I mean, what? Or you could bring in Najee, or do something crazy and bring Waddle in and run him across the field on a jet. And you don't. You're like, okay, everybody's got a shift, and now you got uh, uh, Pickens wide open on the other side. You know, so you know that it's it's. I said I said Waddle play for the Dolphins, man. I, Calvin Austin, you run Calvin Austin. Across. <laughs> little, little, that little, the little fast guy, the little fast. The four, the four three. Are you predicting a trade? No. Are no, you heck, predicting no. a trade? Heck, no trade. No trade. But the little fast guy that runs a four three, sub four three. Actually, yeah, he's, he's yeah. faster than what they say. You know, you run him, you flash him across, and everybody's got to go with him. Because if you don't, if you don't shift it that side, he, you got numbers. All you got to do is get one block, and he's in. He's in the end zone. So, so once again. That dynamic that's going to come into play on defense where they can shift pieces around. Man, there's so many pieces in Pittsburgh right now, man. It's just unbelievable, man. Hey, what, 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 what if they just wanted to go, you know, really, really big and and put uh, Boykin and, and ha- Hakeem Butler in their receivers? Oh, my God. Could you imagine well, that? Uh, right. A- ask me, Kevin. Ask me. <laughs> I'm just all bottled up. I'm ready. Go on, go ahead, Shannon, man. <laughs> just just open hey, dialogue here. The whole thing that's going to make this Steelers offense special, if it all comes to pass, and I believe it will, is because you're not going to have anybody you can focus on. It's no longer going to be force feed the ball to Deontay Johnson. Right. His targets are going to go way down. Now, when he does catch the ball, he's going to have room to roam. He's going to be in much more advantageous positions to do something after the catch. Yes. Uh, but none of the receivers – I think you're going to see a lot of two receiver sets this year mm. because I think we're going to see an extra tight end because so I think we're going to see Fryermuth and Washington out there in tandem a lot. Ooh. And I think we're going to see Connor Hayward start out in the backfield and then swing out wide. Ooh. I think we're going to see Calvin Austin the third move him around and make defenses show their hand because he got to have a certain guy matched up with him or yeah. he's gone. Yeah. So I think that that's what's going to make them special is that it's kind of like when the Patriots defense offenses with Tom Brady were so effective because they moved the ball around and they would just pick you apart. Like in, every time they played the Steelers, three, four struggled to cover the running back. 
half the time in LeBeau's defense, running backs running wide open. And then they play the Steelers, and I think it was Kevin Falk had like 14 catches in that playoff game. Mm. Because, you know, it's it, you can't have an ego. Right. you got to take what they're giving you. Right. And if it's a dump down and you're moving down the field and you're scoring touchdowns, take it. Yeah, but yeah. that's just it. You had to give Brady credit. He didn't have an ego. He would take whatever was given. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, most quarterbacks can't do that. They're like, i got to take a shot. And then they, they throw an interception. So yeah. I think Pickett is very content. If he's putting points on the board, Steelers are winning games, he ain't got no ego. Right. So I think that is what the Steelers are going to have a huge advantage this year. Mm. Yeah, I think that is the key. A whole bunch of selfless, selflessness. Yes. On offense, I mean, and when Deontay gets gets his catches, let's let's run forward this year, Deontay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> please. But yeah, please listen. If, if 800, 800 yards and four touchdowns, I'm with it. Yeah, I'm with it. I, I think I, I think I think I think Pickens needs to be big man on campus. Yeah, big man on campus is Pickens this year for sure. But Farmer is gonna eat, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm yeah. telling you, he's gonna eat. If Pickens shows up this year, I can see them trading Deontay next year. I wouldn't mind. Definitely. definitely. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely see that. Yeah. I think that Fryermuth, just the early prediction, Fryermuth might be the only 1,000-yard receiver on the Steelers this year. Ooh. Shannon, that, that's that's a bold prediction, man. Yes, yeah, sir. Write it down somewhere. Oh, he, he, <laughs> uh, he said it with his chest. He said put a receiver on it. <laughs> Hey, but but for real, for real, Allen Robertson was so dedicated, and a couple of other wide receivers for the Steelers, they was down there when that boy before, right before he went to go, yeah. you know, get walk up the aisle. Yeah. So they like, look, man, look, we we gonna catch it, just get it to us, you know. And and you can't. The the thing I love about it, it's been a long time since I said before, if they take this guy away from us, hey, or they take hey, that guy away from us, what's going to hey, happen? Hey, Big G. You know? Yeah. The name, the, the name of the new show on Wes's comment right there. Oh, pump your brakes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> pump, pump, pump. Hey, Wes, Wes, I got to tell you something, man. I got to tell you, Wes. Go take a lap, Wes. <laughs> He's not doing 5,000 for hey. 43 touchdowns, Wes. It's, that's hey, not hey, happening, man. Pump I love brakes, the positivity, right. but, but I think he's still feeling the effects of yesterday. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, that's not going to happen. That's not. But, 4, but I 000, heard a rumor. Yeah. About Allen Robertson catching the bouquet at the wedding, the Pickett's wedding. Yeah. So I mean, that guy ain't gonna drop nothing this year, guys. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Anybody that gets the dropsies, you're gonna be sitting over there on the bench. Yeah, exactly. And anybody, anybody dropsies, you on the bench. So, yep. so Deontay Johnson, your days might be numbered in Pittsburgh. You better catch it. You better yep. catch that dang on ball. But this, this, this is first year getting his his contract money. He's eighteen million. Yeah. And that, that and that's a fair price for. For a number one receiver, and if George Pickens takes over and becomes a number one, I really can see that potential going into next next season around the draft. Maybe like a draft might trade, like they traded AJ Brown in Tennessee to Philly. Yeah. Now, Kevin, have you do you have you ever considered Don, Deontay Johnson a number one receiver? Mm. He's the Steelers' number one. I don't consider him a number one receiver. Ooh. Yeah. Well. I mean, he's the Steelers' number one. It's, I mean, he was their only option he's, because he could get open quickly and Ben had two seconds to get rid of the ball. But now that they've actually got an offensive line in front of him, 
I, I don't think we're going to see that anymore. Okay. Mm. I mean, I don't disagree. I still consider right now him and Pickens 1A and 1B, however you want to. However you want to put them. I think I think the, the the big the big dog will come out will show himself. Yeah. During this season, and then like I said, I want DeAndre to have a good season, even if he's trade oh, yeah. bait. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, hey, um, can I, but I can would I, I would take I would take Deontay Johnson over over everybody the Browns have over Amari Cooper. Yeah. I would take him over. Uh, mm-hmm. Rashad Bateman was the Ravens' number one. I would take yeah. him over that. When this year they got Zay Jones, but he's a rookie, so who knows? And an in- injury coming back, Odell. It's Zay Flowers, ain't it? Z- yeah, yeah, Zay, Zay Flowers. Flowers. Yeah. Zay Flowers. Yeah. Zay Flowers. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else in the in the in the AFC South is there a good receiver in the AFC South? Well, the the Jacksonville Jaguars got Waddle and the boy, so they they got they throwing the ball all over the yard. Waddle plays for Miami Dolphins, man. Not Waddle, uh, Calvin Ridley. Calvary. Really, just coming back. Who knows what he's gonna be? Right, but that's it's really the boys. Christian Kirk of... played really good for them last year. Yeah, who did? Yep. Christian, Christian Kirk. Yeah, he did. But Deontay Johnson's better than him. Yeah, but he never scored. And last, you have year to beg him. last year he didn't score. You have to beg him to go forward, mm. and he will fall down in a whisper. If you blow at him, he falls down. He falls down before the defender gets to him. He will. He, he does sometimes. I'll be willing to bet. He has more more career touchdowns than uh than Christian Kirk. It was like balls he caught in the end zone. It's not that he drives forward. He doesn't give you anything after the catch. Is what I'm saying. So so the question is 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 he a top ten AFC wide receiver? That I guess that's the question. Is he top ten in the AFC? We're not talking about the NFC. Is he top ten in the AFC? He's Probably right not. at the cusp. I mean, He's right at the cusp. You think a team like the Bengals and the Chargers got two receivers better than him? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the Miami Dolphins, because I've been saying Waddle Miami and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, that's six I mean, right there on three teams. Yeah, you got you got Diggs over in Buffalo. Oh gosh, you got Garrett. You got Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Oh, yeah. it's ooh, it's getting ugly. Yeah, he's it's he's getting, not. Yeah, I think yeah. Pickens is better, but that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I think Pickens is better. I mean, he's obviously a better talent. Second round would have been the first round. Come from the SEC out of Georgia. 6'3", 2'10", freak. Yeah, so Pickens will be better. You know, but the, the issue is, like I said, you got you got the chess pieces. So if you don't move the ball, you're coming off the field. Yeah. You know, no, there's nobody who, like, outside of the quarterback, maybe <sighs> Najee, whose spot is protected. You know, I pick it and Najee is, is probably – but but uh, the kid that's backing up, Najee, he can play. No, oh, yeah. Now, now, so, and, but they're not going to pull picket. Oh, they're not going to do that. But you better show up and ball. You yeah. better show up and ball this year, or you're going to be standing on the sideline with Coach T. If sure. you just run straight out of bounds because you don't want to have any contact, and it was third and uh, five, and you get four yards, uh, which happened multiple times with Johnson last year, yeah. he won't be in there because they got too many other guys that's going to drive for that first down. Yep. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think I think I think he get, he gets a certain amount of clock just because they paying him the money. Yeah, well, that that could be too true too, Tate. But he got to produce. He got to produce. You're right about that. I'll take eight hundred and seven. I'll take eight hundred and seven. I'll take it. Definitely. I think I think I, I think that because it's going to be so balanced, we don't have to have a guy that gets fourteen hundred and twelve no. touchdowns. Nope. Eight hundred. 
807 from him, 957 from far move, 850 and six or seven from pick from Pickett Pickens, four 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 fifty to five hundred and three from Austin, six hundred and six or seven. Man, you you said you. You're getting with West now. You got him throwing for 5,000 yards. Hey, hey man, but it's 17 games. <laughs> 800 yards means you get 47 yards a game. That's not a lot. 47 right. yards, three catches for 47 yards? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a lot. That's but 800 Kevin, yards. Kevin, did you hear him? He said, Friar me 950. 950. He's already saying to my 1,000-yard prediction, he disagrees <laughs> with me. He trying to he, he he trying to under, undercut you. He, 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 right there. He, he didn't want to give it to you. He, he came that close, but he didn't want to give it to you all the way. I gotta hedge my bets, man. I, I don't, I, 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 don't, I ain't got I ain't got a G Stradamus on him yet, man. He's gonna I, take the under. He's I'm, gonna take the under. I'm trying to look at it, but I don't know, man. I'm gonna see how camp look. But that 12, that 12 personnel is gonna be dangerous, so, so, man. Yeah, this 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 this, this segue is great right into what, what we're talking about, big G. And Shannon, so listen, Bleacher Report's projected stat line for Kenny Pickett. Uh, three, 350 completions out of 510 attempts. Y'all see him throwing the ball 510 times? So what's 510 divided by 17? Let me let me check. I'm going to make sure the math is right because I don't want to be off on that. Let me see. 510 divided by 17 equals 30 completions per game. 30 attempts. 30, 30 attempts. Yeah, he's gonna throw for 30 attempts again. Yeah, he's gonna do it. Yeah, 30 again. I, I, yeah. I think they probably want to keep him around 25. Well, in, in, in a good game that they're winning. I, I tell you, I, I don't disagree with that. But the issue is this. Like I said, if we get up 14-3, they're gonna protect him. Yeah. But but the problem is this is the problem with that, man. You know, in the NFL, it stands for not for long, man. And leads don't hold for long in the league anymore, bro. You could be up 21-3 going into the third and lose. So just trying to run it out, that ain't going to work. So, and I think, and I'm a, I'm a, the proof in the pudding with that is the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philly, the Philadelphia Eagles, the, listen, they got similar weapons and all whatever else, mash the gas. You got to mash the gas, keep mashing the gas, don't stop mashing the gas. Our offense is is not designed as similarly as Philadelphia or designed as similarly as the San Francisco 49ers, but they lead on the running game to get those offensive weapons open. So that's that's the question. Where do you find that medium? You know, if you're up 21-3, do you keep pressing to put Pickett in a bad spot or you just say the heck with it and mash the gas? So so we're in a transitional time in the NFL because I think you got to get 28 to win almost every game. Outside of a couple bottom feeder teams, 24 to 28 points, you got to put it up on the scoreboard or you're going to lose. Our, 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 our defense won't give up 24. You think, Shannon? You, you, you think they'll give up 24 a game? On average for the season, no. They'll have some games, right? You know, uh, depending on matchups, that they're going to have to score more, like Big G saying. But I, I think that they're going to average probably uh, low 20s is what they're going to give up. So it's oh. important that they average 24, 25 a game. Oh. 24, 25 a game. Okay, yeah. No, I don't I don't disagree. Okay, so I'm not expecting <laughs> miracles. I'm not expecting 28, 30 points. Because you know it's gonna be a slow process. So, but you know, one thing you said, Big G, the teams that had them leads, like the Eagles, the 49ers, 
the teams that play like the Steelers are wanting to play. Yeah. What gets you beat and lets the other team come back is turnovers. True. And it don't have to be a turnover. It could be a bad punt, you know, giving up field position, give up a kick return like the Steelers did against the Saints. Yeah. Let them in the game, back in the game. You know, any of the mistakes like that, if they play clean football and hold on to that football, uh, the Steelers have a history when they're winning in the third quarter, they go on to win the game. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to play clean. They have Kenny Pickett projected to throw for 3,468 yards. That's low. That's that's 204 yards a game. That's low. He's closer to 250. He's I, I'll, I'll take the over-under for 250 a game. So that's 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 add another 800 to it. You got him at like 4,200. You that's that's about right. 40 4,200, 30, 31 touchdowns. That's about right. Man, you got us passing for for all that passing amount of yards a game and running for 2,000 yards plus. That's that's the new NFL. The the, the new NFL. You got well, listen, you got to score and play defense. I don't think that's the kind of game the Steelers want to play. Well, what, what do you think about all this, Shannon? You think he passes for more than, than 3,500, let's say? I think that it's going to be more around 5,000 total yards as an offense. So if the running game, if they put up, you know, over 2,000 total, including picket running, uh, then I think that, you know, they're going to be closer to 3,300 throwing the ball. Because I think they're going to really want to focus on play action and having more chunk plays, um, setting up, you know, the screen game with all these different weapons they're going to have. Um, But I do think they're going to want to protect the football. That's why I brought up ball security. Because Tomlin just stressed it so much last year. And they're going to want to be more aggressive, but they want that peaceful medium. So they definitely need to have over five – thousand yards total but i think they'll have more they'll have more rushing yards this year and that's going to keep his passing yards probably around 32 feet i feel it i feel it but 40 42 50 is 250 a game so i i'm saying he's he might come in under 42 50 but he's not going to come in under 4,000. he's going to come in right between 4,000 and 42 50 which is going to put him between 250 and 235 a game that's what I'm saying, you yeah. know, which is which is not – I mean, that's not Joe Burrow. That's not Pat Mahomes. No. That's not a guy chucking the ball all over the yard. 4,000-yard four, 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 4, seasons, 235 yards a game in 17 games. Correct. And 4,250 4, is 250 yards a game. So I, I'm thinking between 4,000 and 4,250 is where he's going to land. But he's going to be somewhere around that 30 touchdown mark, though, too. He's going to be somewhere around that th- – I'll say between 28 and 30. That's where he's going to land. That average yard per pass has to go up. Yes. And his red zone efficiency has to go up. Yes. Which will be more touchdowns. Yes. Now, if it's 30 touchdown passes or if it's 25 touchdown passes, you know, as long as they're scoring touchdowns is all I care. It might be more rushing touchdowns. Well, let, 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 let's talk about the projection. They're projecting us to throw 20 touchdown passes. That's How low. Many? 20. 20. That's, that's well, low. I, 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 it'll be more than 20. I yeah. believe, yeah. That's low. It's closer to 25, but yeah. between 25 and 30, somewhere between 25 and 30. But that's I agree low. With that. That's low, real low. 11, 11 picks is the projection. That's about right. 
That's about right. No, no more than 15. No more than 15. But if 15 he goes, is high. Didn't, didn't 17 just lead the NFL interceptions? Well, if he goes 30, if he gets 30 touchdown passes and he has 13 interceptions, I ain't mad. As but long as it's two to one. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't mad. I ain't mad right, at that. That makes sense. I agree right. One. I agree, Shannon. Yeah. And lastly, Shannon already talked about this, hit it on the head. 315 rushing yards projected for Kenny Pickett and two rushing touchdowns. He had two rushing touchdowns in one quarter last year. Exactly. Yeah, that's the first game, man. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I you, think you, that's low on, on the rushing TD side of things. Right. You, know? you can't, you can't 11 personnel. So so the NFL rule changes along with the implementation of 11 personnel with the zone read scheme in the NFL changed everything. And you can't crack a dude going across the middle anymore. You no. just, you can't do it. And you can't hit the quarterback high and late and really can't hit him low and late. Mm -hmm. So now I, it, it's an offensive. It's for all of us that are traditional Steeler fans. We've been rocking with them since the seventies or the eighties. We're used to playing that smash mouth and all whatever else. Ladies and gentlemen, those days are over. Yeah. Right. You got to play offensive football in this, but you have to have the versatility on the defensive side. Don't let them in the end zone. You know, if you give mm -hmm. up three field goals and a touchdown, you're going you're to win most of your games. Yep. Right? So that's why you got to have the, the exotic scheme like the 49ers and like the Eagles. Mm -hmm. You know, Kansas City just – Kansas City's model is completely different. They're just like, we're scoring 50 on everybody. And I wish in some ways the Steelers would get that mentality. Like, I don't care what happens. If we get 50, uh, we ain't going to lose no matter what. That's the yeah, mentality. Yeah, but Big G, Kansas City wasn't that last year. No. Kansas no. City, they lost Hill, and they lost some of these guys. They had injuries. Yeah. It was really Mahomes to Kelsey and yep. how dominant and unstoppable that was. But Checo, seventh-round draft pick, came in, and he was a very effective running, running back. Yep. They completed. They had a good third down completion percentage. And so they kept the football. They had a good time of possession. But if you notice, their scoring was down. But their defense was better. They really hit on a lot of them late-round cornerbacks. And a lot of them played in the Super Bowl and did really well. So Kansas City, that shows you what the model the Steelers are looking at, yeah. which I wrote about recently. They want to be like the Chiefs. I mean, the uh, Eagles. And, you know, they bring in Andy Weidel. And I think they want to kind of emulate what he did there in Philly. Yeah, but the Chiefs have showed they won their first Super Bowl with Mahomes. They was lights out. Yeah, throwing the ball all over the place, and it was not a lot of defense. Yeah. Last year it was the opposite. Yeah, and and that just shows you what a what? good coach and a good unstoppable combination like Mahomes and Kelsey they was able to accomplish. I read, I read, I read something today that Mahomes' average air yards per per pass attempt. Yeah, has been going down since his rookie year. Last year was like five. Yeah, yeah. His but rookie year was like twelve. He didn't have Hill last year. Or any see, of that right, right. Well, that's why. But yeah, yeah. it's going but they down. Were hurt. They were hurt all last year too because Juju didn't get healthy till late. Kadarius Tony didn't show up till late. Yeah. So as as those guys came on the field, you know, Kansas City, you know that they started mashing the gas a little bit, and I think he's going to go up this year because he's got weapons. Sky Moore. Has yeah. definitely developed. Yeah. You know, so he'll be a know. weapon this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Okay. So, moving along, we got about five, seven minutes. I'm going to go back to defense real quick. And this is 
the defensive unit. I'm gonna ask you guys questions. It's like you guys give me your answers on the question, what you think. The defensive unit for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2023 season. Will they be a top five unit? Shannon. By the end of the year, yes. So for the end of the year ranking, they'll be top five defense. Yes. Okay. Big G. Absolutely. They're top five even at the beginning of the year. I'm giving them a little bit of leeway at first. <laughs> you got San Francisco 49ers. Shoot. You got Philly. You got Philly. Yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. Name another one. I probably think the 49ers will be a top defense again. That's what I said. I said the 49ers, Philadelphia, name another one. That's better than Pittsburgh. Better than? Yep, yep. Dallas is going to be good. Dallas is going to be good. Don't leave your bias at the door. Tate, you know I'm about to get the sign, man, for Dallas, man. You know, come on, man. I can't stand them, man. (laughs) Dak is trash, Tate. Dak is trash. He don't but, play defense, but right. but 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 he can make he can make the defense tired because he's turning over the ball and they're out there for extra possessions. Yeah, that's it, true. It's, that's it's true. all it's all good when he don't play trash, but Dak trash. <laughs> so, but no, so we top five off the rip, bro. Okay, so now next question: sacks over under fifty five. Ooh, under. That fifty-five is a lot. Yeah, well, they, they've been getting they've been getting about that every year except last year because TJ was hurt. Oh, I I say, I say under because we might not necessarily need it. I think we're going to have more interceptions this year. Well, how do you say we don't need it if if the defense if Pittsburgh is up and team got to pass get back in the game that opens it up just to pin your ears back and go get the quarterback tip balls and and picks because we're more athletic across the back. Joey Porter Jr. and Patrick Peterson is going to have some picks. It's been a long time since we had corners had picks, a lot of picks. There are going to be some picks going on over there. They're going to mess around and tip it up in the air, or the quarterback's going to – he's going to get cracked and just throw it. Oh, you say under, Shannon. You say what you say. Sacks, 55. It's going to – I think they're going to play a lot more press and aggressive coverages. And But I do agree. I think there's going to be more turnovers – uh, and I think there'll be less total defensive snaps. Yep. Uh, yeah, and because I, I think they're if they get that lead, they're going to run that ball, and they're going to keep that ball away from the other team. So I think you'll see less overall snaps. So that might drop the sacks in the high forties. So I'll say under. Yep. That's 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 digging deep into the analytics, Shannon. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now this over under turnovers thirty. Over. Over. Over 30. Two, two plus a game easily. Yeah. Yeah. Two plus a game. Easily. Easy. Without without even thinking about it. You got 1,001, 1,002. The ball better be gone. And 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 I, I I looked at Pittsburgh's schedule. There might be maybe four teams that's going to run for over, close to 100 or over 100 on us for the season. So that means it's going to be pass happy going on everywhere. A quarterback coming in throwing us between 35 and 50 times, we getting two of them bad babies. We getting them. I think I think it's going to be over. And the reason why is last year the Steelers had no luck recovering fumbles. Yep. Right. They forced them, but they could not recover. Well, that's kind of fluky. And I think this year they'll have a bit more good fortune. They'll get more strip sacks if Watt stays healthy. 
And I think that they're going to get interceptions because all them ball hawks they got in the secondary and all that experience and, and instincts with Peterson and uh, Fitzpatrick and Kazee. So I think it'll be uh, more turnovers this year. Yeah. Hey, hey, Shannon, Shannon, out of all the comments you said on the show, that's definitely fact right there, man. That's definitely <laughs> fact what you said. I love that comment, man, for sure. And for our mute getting a 1,000. Yeah. No, no, I don't know. I'm 950, 950, 950. So, so last one for the defense. Interceptions over under 22 and a half. Facts over. Facts over. Facts over. 22 and a half is a pick and a 1.25 picks per game. They're going to get a pick every game. They're they're going to it's old school Blitzburg defense, but not just you can't go across the middle. Mm-hmm. You, we're going to cause turnovers. They have the athletes to cause turnovers. Like I said, the yeah, package, yeah. the scheme, and all the stuff that's good, but you got the athletes to cause turnovers, man. That makes a huge difference. We haven't had that in a long time. And and Shannon, I'm going right back to the reference you said. I, I'll never forget the game. I remember seeing Casey Hampton drop a coverage and get a pick, <laughs> yeah. and he almost ran it back for a touchdown. I was like, oh my god, he's three. <laughs> He's 340 pounds, nose tackle, dropping in the coverage. You, you don't know where it's coming from, man. Yeah. So it's going to be some stuff, some wild stuff going on in Pittsburgh. Well, Kevin, you said it earlier that if they play with the lead more, then that's going to unleash that pass rush, and that's going to lead to, uh, you know, a lot, I think more interceptions. Now, interceptions right. can come and go without rhyme or reason from one season to the next. But – with that uh, press coverage and that increased pass rush, playing with lead, and you know that other team's got to pass, I, I think they'll they'll clear that 22 and a half for the season. Mm. Interceptions, okay. Yep. And last thing, last thing I have here, guys, before before we close and, and finish up saying whatever you want to say, um, Ray Fittipaldo is reporting all signs pointing there. Another Mike Tomlin extension. What's your guys' thoughts on that? Without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, it, Coach Tomlin, we've seen it all on – because I can't stand pro football focus, first of all. But pro football focus, CBS Sports, ESPN, wherever the rankings come out about Coach Tomlin, he's a top three coach. And he's been a top three mm-hmm. coach for a while. You know, so what? Uh, the standard is the standard in Pittsburgh. That's how, that's how we roll. We've had three coaches. It's not time to, you know, when when he's ready to quit, he'll quit. But I think he's I think he's going to be there for probably the next five to ten, and I really do look at for him maybe in the next two or three to looking across and maybe start getting a guy ready to take his spot. But I think he's still got a passion for football. I think he still loves the game, and I think more than ever he's got the horses now to where he can fight. He went through a couple of transitional years where. Okay, I'm not going to have a losing season. The standard's the standard. But he's looking at it like, now, man, I can get me another chip, man. So let's let's do what we got to do. And, I, and I'm and i going to get these guys ready to ball. Shannon? Well, I wrote an article before last year that that was his first year without men. The first year without a franchise quarterback. He had never been over – he had never had to oversee a rebuild. Yeah. Not a, not a rebuild of that level. When you lose the franchise, great quarterback, there's just there's going to be some growing pains, and 
I'm like, does he still want to, does he have the passion to do it mm. at, at this age and, and, and where he is in his life and his career with his family? But he answered all them questions in my mind, how he's been on the, the uh, circuit uh, scouting these players for the last two yeah. uh, pre-draft processes. He loves it. He loves the interaction with the young guys. He loves to build something from the ground up. It has rejuvenated him. You see, last year they showed creativity on defense, the three safety looks, uh, the uh, going the heavy package where they had five linemen at, at different times. They had uh, uh, all three inside linebackers in at the same you think, time. You think, you, think, you, you, you think some of that was Brian Flores? No, I think it was just because, like I said, Flores wasn't there last year. Flores was there last year. Um, well, I think his creativity come from the fact that it was no longer Ben's team uh, and it was no longer Kevin Colbert's team. Uh, it was Mike Tomlin's team. Uh, and he, he did things that I'd never seen him do before. And that makes me believe that he is the man for the job. Because I was questioning it in some articles before last year. Uh, but I, I do believe now that he is uh, the man for the job. He is really determined to bring it, the, that seventh Lombardi home. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I, I can see an extension, uh, and, and I think it would be the right move. Here's here, here's what I think. I agree. I agree with you. I, I like what you're saying, Shannon. You what you said, Big G. I think when we look at Tomlin last year was first year, no big man, right? Correct. Had a winning season. Correct. With with a rookie and with Mitch Trubisky. Yep. What did uh, Bill Belichick do first year after Brady with Cam Newton, a former MVP? They trash. didn't have a they didn't have a winning season. They was trash. I think we've since these are just some of the best coaches. I think I think we look at uh Sean Payton and Pete Carroll. Yeah. They're probably in my top five or six, but you know, they, they've had seasons where they've been down. Correct. You know what yeah, I mean? Way so, down. <laughs> yeah, way down. They was dumpster fire down. That I was mean, trash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Harbaugh was great. Greg get his walking slips to him. He put Lamar Jackson in the last half, half of that, his rookie year. Exactly. That was desperation. Yeah, and that was desperation. Him, but he was gone. Then he won Flacco. like the last eight games. They went to the playoffs. Yeah. Flacco was dumpster fire. He was trash. Yeah. Flacco yeah. was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one time I think Flacco had us fooled that he was. I had a my my director at work. Well, you know, I, I lived down in the D.C. area, so I worked with people from Baltimore too. He was a Baltimore fan, and at the time, it's probably like 2013, 14. Oh, Flacco's a top five quarterback. <laughs> I can't believe he ever Flacco, said that. Flacco, <laughs> Flacco, dumpster fire. Horrible man, trash. Yeah, he probably he probably had that great time. playoff and Super Bowl run. Uh, you know, when they were carried with by their defense and their special teams, and he did play good. I give him credit during that, yeah. but the rest of the time, you know, he was just kind of he got a hot streak, yeah. and that was it. But yeah. to even get there that year, the Denver Broncos had a defensive breakdown. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah, Tate. Exactly. Good know. point, man. Facts. Facts, Tate, for sure. But I mean, okay, fellas, we coming right up on that hour mark. So 
You guys got anything you want to say? Anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Hey, so first of all, once again, man, thanks for letting us rock out on the curtain call, homie style. Shannon, the triple, triple OG, man, we appreciate you, man. And, uh, you know, check out me and Tate Boy Fresh and the rest of the homies crew on Friday nights live on YouTube on the Homies Podcast, for sure, for sure. And please don't forget about us on the Know-It-Alls Podcast. On Sundays at 6 o'clock, we can be broadcasted live on YouTube and Facebook. And be on the lookout for a couple of new things that me and Tate Boy Fresh Mike got going on. I'm going to say and let him talk a little bit about what's going on. But me and Tate Boy Fresh have definitely been indoctrinated to the Steel Curtain Network, and we thank you guys for the support, man, for bringing us home and letting us do what we do. So we appreciate it. Yeah, okay. Shannon? Yeah, I mean, I just appreciate you guys. Uh, this is the second time we've done a, a curtain call together, and, and I, I think it's awesome. I love the the camaraderie. I love the interaction with our community, and uh, and it's just been a blast, and hopefully we can do it even more often. And uh, and I appreciate y'all coming on tonight. Oh, for sure. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, and what Big G is alluding to, uh, we literally just got done doing – and, and, and all this stuff is Fan First Sport Network, so keep that in mind first. We just got done doing the Cleveland Cavaliers podcast, but what he's talking about as it pertains to the Steelers, we got a new show, and it's not even in the works. We're working on the first episode yeah. that'll drop Tuesday morning on, on the audio audio platforms. The show is going to be called Pump Your Breaks. Yep. You know, it's kind of a thing we say, and Big G thought of the name. Like, we should call it Pump Your Breaks, and – I thought it very applicable because you guys know how Big G gets, and I always have to tell him, man, pump your brakes, Big G. <laughs> I'm so, telling him to take a lap, too. And, <laughs> and, and for the live show, I got a new side for Tate already. Go kick rocks, Tate. <laughs> Go kick rocks. For sure, for sure. Oh, man, you see, you see, G has an aspiration to be an artist, and he never made it, so he sits at home and, sits at home and colors. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we got that coming out. It'll drop Tuesday morning. Uh, check us out. I guess tomorrow we're going to be on with Jeff on the on the um, the preview. Yeah, yeah. The Thursday night preview. Yeah, for sure. So you know, once again, we like, like, like you know, when we was on uh, let's ride, man. Feel like hosting Saturday Night Live. We made it, Big G. Yeah, we here. <laughs> we here. We here, man. But yeah, for sure. just check all those things out. Check out all the all the uh the video podcasts on YouTube. Like I said, tomorrow is the the preview with with Jeff. Typically, Dave and Bad tomorrow. Big G and I replacing Dave and Bad for one week only, so check it out. Yeah. Then Friday we be back with the homies, um, and then like I said, su- Sunday this is our Know It All show, and yeah, pretty much. And then then you know check out all the audio podcasts. Really check them out now. Yeah. You know with so much good stuff like the Less Ride and Jeff was on live yesterday. I watched it live on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And, great. Um, that, that's, that that's how he got us to come on. Uh, the show tomorrow. He said, "Hey, take Big G, you out there? If you guys want to come on tomorrow, I could use somebody to fill in for Brian." <laughs> he sure did. Sure did. Yeah, that's how that came about. But yeah, man, just thank it. Thank everybody for joining us in the live chat. Thanks for watching. The curtain call has always been a great show. Shannon does a great job. He has a lot of knowledge, and I uh, just appreciate working with him. And I, I'm always working with Big G, and Big G's full of a lot of knowledge too. He just says some ridiculous stuff sometimes. We all know. we do what we do, baby. We do what we do. <laughs> but yeah, so 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 for for Big G and myself, thanks for watching. And Shannon, go ahead and 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 take us out the regular way, man. Woo!